If you wish to attract higher levels of good health, personal and interpersonal relationships, and a deeper connection with spirit, you've tuned in at the right time and to the right place. This is Awakened Hearts with Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. In our program, we'll provide intuitive readings, insight, and guidance to help you connect with spirit and experience more from life. Now, here are your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. Welcome, everyone. We are thrilled that you have joined us here today. We are your hosts, Rebecca Campbell. And Boyd Campbell. And you are listening to Awakened Hearts on the 7th Wave channel of Voice America Talk Radio. You can contact us by email, hello at sundrahealing.com, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn, add us on Google+, and of course, visit our website at sundrahealing.com. We have Dr. Nick Martin and Reverend Linda Martin back with us today for their second show. Uh, The first show that we did with them was on May 23rd, uh, talking about ego and spirit and the work that they have been doing, uh, you know, really helping people to find the balance between the two. And today we're going to get into the topic of ego medicine. Uh, Nick and Linda have authored three amazing books, Ego Therapy, Ego Spiritualism, and The Two Voices Within. And you can reach Nick and Linda through their website, egoandspirit.info. Welcome, Nick and Linda. It is a pleasure to have you back on the show with us. Hello, Rebecca and Boyd. Thank you for having us again. Hi, Rebecca Hi. and Boyd. Thank you for having us back. We look forward to the opportunity to serve you and to serve your audience with uh, what we hope to offer today. Wonderful. We are... Super interested in the ego medicine. Uh, you know, you really uh, piqued everybody's interest with the last show, and we're looking to get a little bit more into the, the details and the action steps that people can start to look at when, uh, you know, working with their ego. And so we would love if you could maybe uh, give us just a brief explanation on what ego medicine actually is. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, ego medicine is an approach, a method that is intended to help us undertake what we refer to as ego therapy. Uh, ego therapy is when we are making an effort to help us bring our ego, if it's needed, in balance, uh, meaning in its power or in its flexibility or in its vulnerability. Uh, what we've learned over the years from talking to different people who have shared their lives that many of the challenges, many of the issues in what we refer to in their key life areas, are affected by just what's going on with this energy. And if there is too much or too little, uh, too much uh, power, too much, too little flexibility and vulnerability, that it often leads us away from that healthiest version of ourselves, the one we can live when we, were in a, when we are in a place of balance in those areas of power, flexibility, and vulnerability, where we can live the best version of ourselves and experience the best in our interactions with people and our ability to form the closest relationships with our family members, loved ones, and so on, and our ability to like and love ourselves and all of the other key life areas that we talk about. Uh, And so the method, ego medicine, was developed as a result of the need or the perceived need to help people and uh, to work on that area, and that we can allow them to do it by themselves. One of the values of ego therapy and the use of ego medicine is it's actually something that we can do ourselves. We can 
understand what our ego is. We can tune into what our ego energy is about, and we can go on and, and understand better the types of uh, non-reality-based ego-driven thoughts that are often floating around in our hard drive, our ego space, so to speak, that unknowingly are doing damage and bringing about suffering. So the idea of ego therapy and, and more specifically the usage of the method of ego medicine is based upon uh, having a better understanding of what ego is and what it's not, uh, having a better understanding of the ego energy we are living as we are living it, and also a better understanding of the, the kinds of change we need to undertake in what we're thinking that we don't know we're thinking right now that could allow us to heal. So the mixture of those three areas brings about what we are referring to as ego medicine and that healing process. Right on. I'm wondering, Nick, um, as you're talking about ego medicine, um, how does um, how does it, how do you determine uh, when when you need to to uh, start taking this or practicing this or learning this? Mm-hmm. That's a great question because ego has this very subtle quality. It's operating, as we said the last time we were on, constantly. It's always acting in our behalf to try to promote survival yet we are not directly aware of its functioning the same way we're not directly aware of how our brain is functioning or our heart is functioning, but they are constantly working to promote our wellness and our survival. And what we need are, are mirrors, reflections and, uh, of what this energy looks like within ourselves. Uh, I was thinking of an analogy uh, that uh, tied in with a person's face, if you did not have a reflective source in which to look, uh, being in a mirror, being at a, um, a water source, or some other form of, of reflection, you would go from your birth to your human death, and you wouldn't know what your face looked like. You would be there the whole time, but you would never really know what you looked like. And there's an, that's analogous to what we think goes on with egos. We needed mirrors. We needed reflections. And over the years, those mirrors and reflections were coming to myself in the clinical setting and in teaching and other contexts that said it's a, the, the way we people interact with people, the way they can like or love themselves or not, the way they can achieve their life's purpose or not, the way they can grow their mind, the way they can deal with adversity, change, conflict, uh, the way they can understand uh, and experience genuine happiness, all of those are like mirrors. And what we do in our books is give you examples tied to those mirrors which deal with, well, when I'm a, if I'm in a lower ego power person, what's going on in relationships? And, for example, in many cases, the low ego power person often defers and allows the other person in the relationship to dominate the relationship. They dominate the communication. They dominate the uh, the clarification, the compromise, the compassion, and the creativity that relationships need to be nurtured. And as a result of seeing where they're not doing that, they can begin to better see that, wow, I think there's some issues involving how not only I deal with relationships, but more more centrally, the issues of of power that are at work. So the mirrors uh, are reflected in those 10 key life areas, and we've constructed those mirrors, and we've provided a lot of detail across all three of our books that tell a person 
when you're when you're living this type of power issue or flexibility or vulnerability issue, this is what you look like. This is what you sound like. This is what you think like. And that is, again, based upon the thousands of people we have met over the years to, who have shared with us. They've taught us what is going on in those areas, and we simply put it together in the confine of the three books that we've written. So mirrors, uh, you know, those are the reflections that help us. In our book, we also have something called the, the an ego therapy method for healing your whole self, an ego management need scale. And it, it appears in Chapter 4. And as a person begins to understand ego and the ego-related concepts that we talk about, whether it's vulnerability, flexibility, uh, power, and ego space, and so on, they begin to begin to see just where along that scale, those three continuums of power, flexibility, or vulnerability, they lie. And then that generates a, a score. It's very simple. If you see the chart, it's in Chapter 4 of the book. And they can see how much work they need to do on their ego. As an example, when I reflect back upon my earlier life in my 20s, my ego management need score was probably, I think it was 20, and that was reflecting a high need for ego management. Now, fortunately, it's gone down uh, as a result of transformation in my ego energy that I can see. Um, so the, the mirrors of, of the key life areas, the ego management need score that they can work with, uh, other examples, the, the roles people live are presented on our website. Uh, those are the things where people may be a dictator or a um, overachiever or a uh, depressive and so on, tied into different um, uh, areas of life, a racist and a sexist and, and a paranoid, that those roles, we have either seen them in ourselves or we have seen them in the people we know. And... As a result, we can tune in more to how close are we or have we been to living those kinds of roles in our lives. Those are another reflection of the, um, of the mirrors or indication of just where are we with regard to our, 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 uh, our ego energy and how much it needs to be worked on. Hmm. So you're talking about the things that we recognize in others around us? Well, we can do that through them. We can see it. Sometimes it's easier to begin seeing it in the lives of other people we know uh, because sometimes we're the last to know or realize the racist <laughs> may be the last person to realize he's a racist or she's a racist or the person who, uh, who's an authoritarian may be the last person to realize they are an authoritarian. Uh, so we can, we can get it from that vantage point, but we can also begin to see it just within our own selves. And that's the primary approach in the books, is to see it within your own self. Now, it, seeing it may take a little bit of time. It, it, you look for patterns, because sometimes people will see something that's isolated, and they'll say, well, that's not who I am. But other people around them see it all the time. They, they can witness it. They can see, you know, the, the person we think we are and the person we truly are are often at a distance, and when our ego energy is, is more imbalanced in its power, flexibility, and vulnerability, we get even more distortion. You know, I, I imagine some political leaders right now have no clue that they're dictators. <laughs> real, they, I mean, because that's ego blindness at work. It's a great example of it. It's a fun, fantastic example of exactly what we're saying, and the more imbalanced we are, the harder it is to see how we are being. 
sometimes if a person begins to awaken, they begin to realize that they're not where they want to be in their life. They're not happy, and they don't know why they're not happy. And what we're suggesting is the need to look at, in that mirror, that figurative mirror of key life areas, and be truly honest with, they, with themselves. And that sometimes takes time, but at least there's somewhere to go to look. Thank you. Um, as you're talking there, uh, Nick, I think a couple of things are coming to mind. Um, a person, um, to me, um, needs to be willing to really have a, a heartfelt look at themselves because some of the stuff that you see when you really look at yourself can be uh, painful sometimes. And also, also you were saying, you know, um, we were talking about when people begin to awaken. I'm thinking these two are kind of connected. Could you elaborate a little bit on that? Well, I, I think it, you're right. It is painful. The truth can be painful. It's pain, it can be you know, painful both on the human side and on the spiritual side. But beyond the pain and the, and the, and the, uh, the, of the truth, we actually can look back and, and, and be able to go into joy and happiness, realizing, okay, that's done. I've realized it. I see what I was. I can see the pain, the difficulty. You know, an example I was thinking of is sometimes people with high ego power, when they become abusive of other people, they think they're in, entitled to be abusive because they're angry. That just because they're angry, they're entitled to be abusive verbally, physically. And they don't understand that in, true re, in reality-based thinking terms, just because you're angry doesn't entitle you to be abusive. But they don't know that yet. But, then, but sometimes as they wait, if, they, if they do awaken, they begin to see later on, oh, my God, what was I doing to my partner? So much of what I was doing was, was, was so based on my sense of entitlement because I was angry. I had a right to enforce my ideas of control upon other people. And it, isn't, you know, it, it is a painful process, but it becomes a necessary process to grow or change. You know, sometimes when we undergo medical procedures, they aren't without pain, but ultimately they can lead us into, to a better place in our you know, physical wellness. And uh, so there's an, I think there's an analogy to that, to what we're talking about regarding confronting ourselves. You know, one line in one of our books is that some people want to get by on the uh, ignorance is bliss strategy to, to living. That is, if I don't, <laughs> I don't know about who I am or how I am, I can be better off than if I ever find out. And what we have suggested is that you do, there's a deeper part of you, the, the spiritual side of who you are, the divine part of who you are knows, and it will come forward in other ways in your life. And so it's, you really don't escape it. You, you may avoid it, but you don't escape it. And so you begin to see more, uh, if you want to, who, who you truly are, and that's a good thing, even though it's painful. Right. Well, and we're going to go to a break, and, and when we come back, I'd like if Linda could touch on the spiritual side of things and, and how that relates to the ego medicine. Uh, so we are going to go to the break, and we will see everybody back here on the other side of two minutes. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful, and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. 
You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's SundraHealing.com and click on Your Story. Sundra Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out SunderHealing.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Awakened Hearts, and we have Dr. Nick Martin and Reverend Linda Martin here today. This is their second show they're doing with us, and we are delving into the topic of ego medicine. Uh, You know, really understanding how we can look uh, at ourselves and understand where we're at uh, in our egoic uh, uh, journey and what adjustments we can make to find that balance in our life. And Linda, I would like if you could touch from the spiritual side of things, how does one determine from within their spirit the need for uh, ego medicine? Right. Um, Being honest with yourself, I think, is probably one of the most difficult things people have to do. Um, But... As we are honest with ourselves, we really come to know ourselves. And so we need to take a look at at ourselves, at our lives, to determine, are we living the best version of ourselves? Are we being who we would like to be? Because there are so many things that get in our way. And these things that get in our way can be the reason for taking, as we say, ego medicine. As with any medicine... If you believe in it, if you believe in its power, if you believe in its ability, then it will work for you. But if you don't believe in it, it really won't do much of anything. And this is true for any type of medicine, whether it's traditional medicine or ego medicine that we're referring to. But understanding who you are in the scheme of things. And there's something we refer to in our books as the big picture and the little picture. Many, many people who are living through their ego unconsciously are living in the little picture. And this little picture can pull you into the illusions that present themselves through an imbalanced ego. And some of these illusions cloud our view. They cloud our view of who we truly are. And they can also bring a sense of of uncomfortableness, uh, restlessness, And when we experience these feelings, when we experience a restlessness within our lives or a dissatisfaction within our lives, that is usually our soul calling us to say, it's time to move into something more. It's 
time to awaken to who you truly are. And this is where ego medicine can come into play. And as we come to see maybe the illusions that we are living through, are you living through fear? You know, are you going to your job and because you haven't, you know, you're afraid if you don't, you're going to pay your bills? Or are you going to your job because you enjoy it? So it's looking at how you're moving through life because fear can be a big trigger for many, many people in their lives and what they do, how they feel they need to do things. There's also the view of self that can be clouded by other people's expectations of you. And you end up living through another person's expectations of who you should be instead of who you feel you should, you know, who you feel you are within your own being. And so these are things to look at. Are you living through the illusion that you think you are separate, that you are separate from others in your life, that you are separate from God? When you're living through this illusion, you are living through an imbalanced ego. And you are cannot, you cannot, when you're living through an unhealthy ego, recognize that you are the life, love, and energy of God. You cannot recognize that you have the wonderful gifts of life and the ability to create life, to create your own life each and every day. You don't recognize that you have eternal life, that you're just living in the little picture and you're not able to see the big picture. And so when you can be honest with yourself and maybe recognize some of these things, you can start to see that, well, if I want to feel better about myself, if I want to experience all that I can be, all that I was created to be, then looking at ego medicine and what it has to offer can allow you to begin the process of healing. It can allow you to take that look within yourself so that you can release what you no longer need and step into being all that you were created to be. And you know, as you talked about earlier, that you know, life offers us so many opportunities to learn about ourselves. And there are so many mirrors, so many reflections that we are looking into each and every day from the other people within our lives, from situations that pop up within our lives. They all present to us an opportunity to learn more about ourselves, to move through the imbalances that we may be living in so that we can experience all that we were created to be and not have to continue to live through an, un- an, an unhealthy ego unconsciously. When we become conscious of our ego energy, we're taking that step into awakening egoically, which will allow us to truly awaken spiritually as well. Hmm. So somebody is, uh, has come out of that uh, un- you know, unconscious living in the ego. They, they've come to the conscious place. They they want to, you know, address and, and delve deeper into understanding their ego energy and how to find this balance. So where do they start with exploring this ego medicine? One of the things we talk about in our books is something called the path of consciousness and how it shifts uh, from, from ego unconsciousness to ego consciousness to ego spiritual consciousness and finally to uh, spiritual consciousness and it's sort of like a map so to speak on where you are and we describe what it looks like to be egoically unconscious and then 
when starting when you're starting to awaken egoically and you become egoically conscious, you're just beginning to open the door to what we refer to as the kingdom of heaven. You're beginning to connect up to the divine energy that you of your being, and and, and we we felt the need to provide that kind of I'm going to call it a map uh, or a pathway because a lot of times what we heard other uh, people speaking on this topic about spiritual awakening kind of suggesting that it's about going from being egoically unconscious into becoming spiritually conscious. And what we were finding and seeing in the people we were working with is they can't do that. They need to, this progression, and by the way, I do want to say something extremely important right here, because I can hear the question maybe be coming from your audience. Can you be spiritually conscious and egoically unconscious? And the answer is absolutely yes. Absolutely yes. You can be in a very wonderful, beautiful place of spiritual consciousness. One proviso, your ego energy has to be healthy. It has to be balanced. Because even if you aren't conscious of your ego functioning, if it's healthy, if it's in balance, it's power, flexibility, or vulnerability, that divine energy is coming to you. The door is opening, as Rumi would suggest, that it, and we connect to it, even though we may, so you don't have to know about it. But unfortunately, what we're seeing is a lot of people are stuck in the little picture, as Linda was referring to it, egoic illusion to separation, unworthiness, inequality, sensing all energy, and so on. They're at work that kind of keep them stuck in that place, and by being able to awaken and see this going on, it's like light is shining on that very important part of their lives that will allow them to go to the next step between ego consciousness and ego spiritualism. And if I may add, I think it's important, you know, as we are coming to this awareness of who we are as a human being, to look at it in a positive light. You know, the ego has been looked at in a negative light for, for a while now. And this is what we're trying to shift as well, understanding that this ego is our human energy. It's diverse, it's unique for each and every one of us. It helps to shape who we are as a human being. And this is an energy we want to embrace. We want to honor it and see its role in, in who we are and how we are moving through our life so that it can assist us in being the best version of who we are. Our ego, when it's in a place of balance, when it's healthy, can assist us in taking action in this world and moving through this world with purpose as a human being. And we want to embrace that. We came here to be human, to have this physical experience. So, you know, that, that's, I think, very important for people to maybe shift their idea of this ego energy. It doesn't have to be a negative and energy, it, you know, it, it can be a very positive thing. And as we become aware of it and work with it, it will work with us. Mm, yes, uh, I absolutely, absolutely agree with that. 
It is about finding the balance because we do need the ego. It's a it's a critical tool in our physical uh, survival and existence here. Uh, we are coming up on a break again. So I just want to remind all our listeners that on June 25th, that is a Saturday, we have a psychic fair coming up at Sundra Healing. Uh, later today, we will be putting up a blog posting. It will have all of the readers listed on there. You can read their bios. You can see who you might like to come check out. Uh, so check that out later today. And we will see you on the other side of two minutes. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Sundra Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out sunderhealing.com. Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful, and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's sunderhealing.com and click on Your Story. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sunderhealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back. You are listening to Awakened Hearts, and we are continuing with our topic of ego medicine. We have Dr. Nick Martin and Reverend Linda Martin here today sharing their wisdom and their expertise. They have authored three amazing books. Uh, I love how they've laid this out in kind of a, a, a roadmap type of process of how we can uh, move through uh, the progress and the journey of growing and, and balancing with our ego and really awaking to our spiritual energy at the same time. And the books are Ego Therapy, Ego Spiritualism, and The Two Voices Within. Now, Nick or Linda, could you just share with our listeners where they can find your books? Yes, certainly. Um, we have two websites that offer access to our books, and our websites are egoandspirit.info. That's egoandspirit.info, as well as um, my healing ministry website, lindamartin.net. Our books can also be um, found on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and BalboaPress.com. And just to let you know the full name of our books, um, Ego Spiritualism, Awakening to Your Human and Divine Self, it assists you in knowing about the path of consciousness of ego spiritualism that we speak about. 
The other book is The Two Voices Within, Balancing Your Energies of Ego and Spirit to Enhance Your Life. And this looks in depth at the two voices of ego and spirit each of us have within our being. And the other book is Ego Therapy, A Method for Healing Your Whole Self. It's an intense book about the ego and the energies of ego at work in our lives. Wonderful. Thank you for, for sharing the detail on those that I had missed. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It's easier to leave the other part. That's right. Now, we had, uh, we've been talking about the specifics of the ego uh, medicine here, and I was just looking at trying to figure out exactly where we had left off. Had we talked yet, uh, Nick, about understanding what ego is and what it is not? Uh, well, we mentioned it earlier on, but we're going to go, I think, talk a little bit about that right now as well as the other two ingredients, sure. I'll call them two, ego medicine. But before I do that, I want to talk about the motivation to undertake ego medicine or the use of ego medicine. Uh, a lot of times uh, people, uh, they, they may see something and begin to uh, think it's a good idea, but they don't have the necessary motivation to follow through. And... I just wanted to mention a few quick things relating to that. Uh, the work that we're talking about, uh, ego and ego energy, uh, it, it, it would be important for a person to realize that this really is important, that ego really is important, and ego energy and understanding it is really important. Because if you don't think that, there's not really much of a chance you're going to go forward and maybe think about using ego medicine. Now, having said that, it's not enough that Linda and I have said we think ego is really important. The great spiritual consciousness teachers, B.A. Buddha, Jesus, Muhammad, and more recently, uh, Eckhart Tolle and Wayne Dyer, each of them in their own way were speaking about ego and ego energy. So what we have to offer is really linked to what they were talking about. Uh, they, they could see the same issues that were at work in humanity back then that we're seeing now. So uh, really understanding that this is central, it's paramount, or it's important in how it affects our lives is, is connected to the spiritual, I'm sorry, the traditional description or discussion about uh, ego and ego and energy. So it, we are saying it's important. Um, another p- piece to what we're talking about that, again, I think people may begin to look at is most of the discussion or paradigm about ego and spirit-related references. It's been more like an ego or spirit kind of description. And the idea that the ego is at work in our lives and it needs to be somewhat replaced by spirit. What Linda and I are putting forth is a different paradigm and at a deep level that says ego and spirit. Ego and spirit. And getting into the depths of what that really means and connecting those two, because we believe that there are two awakenings at work that are needed, not just one. So from a motivational standpoint, uh, we believe that if you connect to those two ideas and they work, they can help you to fully uh, work in the direction of taking ego medicine. Now, I want to go ahead now to talk a little bit about the specifics. Um, As I said, I think the first time we came on your show, we talked about the fact that first and foremost with ego medicine is understanding what it is and what it isn't. A lot of times uh, we've had, as Linda said earlier, a more negative 
or darker view of, of ego uh, that's been put forth, and we are saying it's an energy, and its purpose is to help us survive, no different than what the brain and the heart are trying to do with us or for us. It only becomes negative when it's imbalanced and leads us further and further into suffering, uh, the kind of suffering that plays out in our daily lives, uh, as well as in what's going on with disconnection from our spiritual being. Uh, that this energy helps to shape the ego space that we are, uh, we have in terms of the thoughts, beliefs, values, attitudes, prejudices, illusions, delusions that we carry along in our brain and we use in our interactions with life in those different key life areas. And that becomes the self that we are, that we manifest out there. Some of the things that we believe are not helpful are to suggest that ego has this intentional quality, that it's out to cause mayhem in our lives, that it's out to uh, create suffering, even though it does when it's imbalanced, or that it tries to disconnect us from God. It doesn't have an awareness of itself. It doesn't have an intellectual quality. It doesn't have an intentionality. So becoming more connected to the truth of ego, we think, is really important, no less important than the other things we're going to share. Um, The next facet of ego medicine is being able to tune into one specific ego energy, something we mentioned earlier. As we said, we provide within our work lots of reflections of what that looks like. Uh, what I want to do is, uh, well, I know I'll hold on for now, but it, it's because of the distinctiveness of ego energy in different ways, there needs lots, lots of examples for people to have uh, of what that looks like in their life, and we provide them within the confines of all three books. Uh, the last component to ego medicine is this business of using ego-related reality-based thinking to replace non, uh, e- non-reality-based ego-related thinking. Um, one important, I think, point connected to that is our brains, as a miraculous a tool as they are, are not equipped to make distinctions between belief and truth. And so if we are fortunate in our lives, we may encounter people and experiences that teach us uh, reality-based thinking, both humanly and spiritually. Unfortunately, sometimes we can be brought into situations over time in different places with different people, particularly as children, that we download a lot of nonsense, a lot of of non-reality-based thinking that can be carried forward even to our adolescence and young adulthood. So it's sort of like we have this mental virus, so to speak, that's going on, similar to a computer virus. And part of the work of ego therapy and and, and ego medicine is to kind of look at that and target that and to understand that so that we can then go forward and delete it, to remove it, because we now come to know it's not true. Now, I don't know how much time we have, but I was going to read an excerpt to take about a minute. Would that work or not? Yep, that would be fine. Okay, I just didn't want to... Now, I'm going to read an excerpt from... um, the, uh, the lower ego power person and their dealings with change and how they can think non-reality based and the reality based thinking they need to work toward. Now, I'm just reading it straight from the book here. These individuals, again, these are two areas, key areas of life. I'm going to talk about change. I'm going to talk about adversity. Uh, these individuals also feel intimidated by the various developmental, situational, 
social and technological changes in life which are difficult for them to manage. These changes represent a form of external control that violates their intense needs for consistency, familiarity, and predictability, things that help them feel in control. They want the world to stand still, and they live in the illusion that change isn't happening. Living their life in this illusion creates a sense of merely existing rather than living. Life is changing, but they are not changing with it. They often view change as an empty, as an enemy, believing that something bad is happening or that things are getting out of control. When they do acknowledge that change is occurring, they manage it passively. They let change happen to them rather than working with it. They also look to or lean upon others to manage change, wanting others to tell them what to do about it. Non-related, non-reality-based thinking about change often includes, I can't manage the change alone. Change means something bad is happening or is going to happen. Change is an enemy, not a friend. Things are in control when change isn't happening. And change happens to me, and I can't do anything about it. Now, these thoughts need to be replaced with reality-based thinking, which includes, I am capable of working alone with some of the changes going on in my life. Change can be positive, as it often is connected to growth. Change can be your friend when you work with it rather than resisting or ignoring it. And I am in greater control when I work with change taking place in my life, so change isn't just happening to me. So that's an excerpt of what the person with low ego power may be experiencing in their dealings with change that goes on in their lives and how they tend to think about it. And so a person with low ego power out there may have to think, you know, do I think like that? Those thoughts occur to me because a lot of times we are thinking things we don't know we're thinking. And that's all the whole premise of cognitive therapy is to help us better understand the irrational, inaccurate thoughts that are going on. It doesn't make us unintelligent. It doesn't make us crazy. It just means that that's just the things that we tend to start thinking when our ego energy is imbalanced. So I'm, I'm wondering, Nick, we only have a few minutes left here. Sure. I'm wondering if you could briefly uh, um, explain to us um, why uh, does energy or ego energy, ego medicine work? Okay, thank you. I think uh, basically part of it is truth is extremely important with anything, uh, whether it's a human truth or spiritual truth. And uh, as the quotation from Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And the closer we can really get to the truth of our being, both humanly and spiritually, the more it resonates and we can become empowered. It's like we're replacing darkness with light. Um, it also is intensively connected or linked to helping a person connect to the divine truth of their being to really get beyond the illusions uh, that are at work that we talked about earlier, worthiness and uh, inequality and so on so that we can really tune into the love, the life, and the energy that we are, uh, that we've been missing perhaps in its fullest extent. And I guess the last thing I can say is, truth is when we really know it, when we really understand it, it's just brilliant, it's empowering, and most importantly, it's incredibly simple. Wow, that's powerful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that is very powerful. We. Uh... 
We still, for our listeners here, we still have our one very short segment when we come uh, back from the break where we will do the reading for the upcoming week. And there will be a couple announcements as well. Uh, at this time, we really just want to thank uh, both of you, Nick and Linda, for being on the show today and, and for sharing your insight and your expertise. And we really, really encourage our listeners to check out your books and to check out your systems and, and really implement them into their own lives. Thank you very much, Rebecca and Boyd. We enjoyed sharing this time with you. Also, thank you so much yes. for the opportunity to serve you and your audience. Thank you very much. It was our pleasure. Yes, you have a wonderful week. Namaste. 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 Okay, and to all our listeners, we will see you back here on the other side of two minutes. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful, and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's sunderhealing.com and click on Your Story. Sundra Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out sunderhealing.com. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Awakened Hearts, and uh, the show today was all about ego medicine and how to how to embrace our ego and find a balance uh, with that and our spirit, and it was amazing. Uh, we're now going into our reading for this week, so some advice and guidance from the divine that is for the highest good of all of us for the upcoming week. So how's it how's it looking, Boyd? All right. So it looks like you're at the beginning of the week. Um, there's going to be some some emotional stuff going on. Uh, it's a little bit of reminiscing, and uh, there may be some people coming in from uh, from your childhood. Um, maybe some people from your past, um, romantic or other, who uh, uh, you have a lot of uh, memories with, and. Just be aware that sometimes this might get a little bit emotional. Um, you'll be remembering things differently than what they do. Uh, 
don't uh, try not to get caught up in that. Um, just go with the flow as much as you can. Uh, discontentment, a little bit of boredom. So it's important for you to uh, to be um, doing some things that uh, uplift you at this point in time. Your energy might be a little bit low. Quite a bit of emotional stuff going on. I think this is kind of leading up into. Uh, the upcoming uh, full moon next week as well. There's some stuff that's happening there. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, when you do make decisions here around financial, uh, financial stuff, I see some financial material changes happening for people. Uh, when you make the choices, you want to do this uh, for the right reasons for yourself. Think of the family unit as well, not just for your for yourself. Um, comparing your traditional uh, views. Um, there's uh, some possible new approaches to doing things um, when you're making some choices there. So uh, listen to, to some advice from, from people around you and just kind of weigh, uh, weigh your choices. These are some major, major stuff going on this week here, uh, major arcanas, uh, some life-changing stuff. Towards the end of the week here, the Friday and Saturday, um, it's about releasing the beginning of the week, the stuff that's been going on there, you're going to be coming through this. Um, when you do do get to the end of the week here, there's going to be some opportunities, for, uh, some, some new opportunities uh, and some um, ability to let go of the past and some personal growth. Uh, passion Ignited um, is coming through here as well. And that, that's not only relationship stuff, but, um, you know, this can be, uh, something that gives you joy, you know, painting, singing, uh, maybe even new uh, new work environment. Something that gives you um, uh, fulfillment. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wanted to add. You know, the beginning of the week is talking about uh, kind of past uh, past stuff coming up. So past experiences, maybe uh, people from our past, some kind of situation that's going to be drawing our attention to the past in some way. And we really just want to be aware that we don't want to uh, become attached and create those energetic cords that uh, are going to hinder us moving forward. Anything that's not going to bring for our highest good. So try to remain detached from that. Uh, that's what the releasing uh is about at the end of the week as well is is making sure that we're letting go of any attachments or cords that we may have created as this stuff has been surfacing earlier in the week. And the reason it's surfacing is because it's things that we need to let go of so that uh, there can be an ending there and that uh, it makes way for the new in our lives. So there's a reason why it's coming to the surface. Just accept it, acknowledge it, and and let it go. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you were going to uh, maybe touch base on a little bit on uh, the animal card here for us. Yeah, yeah. Usually we do. Uh, I do uh, an animal message for the full moon and the new moon. And today I was drawn to do one for this week. So uh, I always like to follow what I'm told to do. I find it works much. <laughs> Everything works out much better that Flow way. Better, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So the card I I pulled for us today is actually the wild dog, and this is out of my uh, African animal uh, set of cards. And the wild dog really asks us to 
be aware of the quality of our listening skills. Uh, and this may come into play when these past things are coming up for us this week, right? Yeah, remembering things differently than what yeah, they yeah, yeah. So really listening, uh, truly listening, because that is one of the uh, greatest gifts that we can give and receive is to listen and to be heard. So keep that in mind as this week goes by. Uh, the wild dog also asks us to uh, share our awareness and full presence with those people who we encounter this week. So don't just put your time in and give lip surface to people and pretend that you're listening, but really be present in the moment and honor the people in your life this week with that presence and and your awareness. Uh, Give them the gift of an open mind as well as a loving heart and really just a willingness to hear what is being said. So speak your truth with kindness for sure. Mm -hmm. The uh, wild dog also uh, reminds us, it um, asks us to cleanse ourselves of any judgments and inner chatter while we are giving the gift of listening to people. So uh, not to let those judgments come up in our mind, but just to uh, recognize those and let them go. So yeah, really a lot of uh, a lot of communication happening this week leading up to the full moon. Absolutely. It's preparing you for a lot of um, letting go, uh, lightening the load um, and moving forward from from old stuff. Um, one of the things you need to make sure you're doing um, as you're talking and listening is um, some of the stuff may be difficult, uh, and that's due to um, difference in, in your memories um, from the person that you're talking with. Uh, Rebecca, you have um, a number you wanted to look up here as well? Well, yeah, the number on the wild dog card that I pulled is the number 19. And so uh, I'm going to look that up in actually Doreen Virtue's book of angel numbers. It's a plug for Doreen. And <laughs> yeah, she's an amazing, amazing woman. We both took her um, certified angel card reader class uh, and it was phenomenal. Absolutely. Yeah, a beautiful soul. So the number 19 uh She says, this is a message for you to believe in yourself and your life purpose. The angels want you to know that you are qualified and ready to follow your dreams. Stay positive and take action without delay. And that really leads into the final card we had at the end of the week that uh, once we release that our passion is going to be ignited. And so, you know, follow your passion. Follow your dreams. That is definitely the guidance that the angels are giving us uh, through the number as well. So that's a great affirmation. Uh, We are having the Psychic Fair coming up on June 25th. We have a level two Reiki on July 9th. We have a level one Reiki on July 16th. And we have kids level two on July 23rd. So thank you for joining us this week. Tune in next week where we will have Maggie Yanor with us, and she will be doing readings on Boyd and I and some other amazing information. Do not miss it. From our hearts to yours, namaste. Namaste. 
Thank you for tuning in this week to Awakened Hearts. Please join your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell, again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until our next show, have an enlightened week. Thank you.